way home for Puppy. All aboard the story train, find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We are going someplace new. I'm Birdie, the keeper of the story train. I wear a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. That's the sound of two whistles. We're headed for the rainbow tunnel that will take us far, far away. I wonder where the story train will lead us this time. Here comes the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. It's far, far away from Pflugerville, near the water. It's wedged between a place called Spain and another called Morocco. We've arrived all the way over in Portugal. It's sunny and warm, and there's another sound I hear. Can you hear that sound? It's puppies. Not just one puppy, but many puppies. This story is called A Long Way Home for Puppy. Once upon a time, there was a young lady who had lost something that meant the world to her. And since she'd lost something so big, she thought it would be best to search the world for something that would help her feel a little better. She didn't know what this thing would be, but she trusted that it was out there waiting for her. And so she traveled far from home. At first she traveled with her mama, but after a while, the young lady decided it was time to go it alone as she continued her search. One day, after many weeks of traveling, the young lady heard a special sound. It was the sound of many puppies playing. There really isn't any other sound like it, and it drew her closer to see where it was coming from. As it turned out, our young lady had worked her way across many countries and found herself in Portugal. And there, down a dusty road, she had found a place where dogs and puppies went when they didn't have any place else to go. She pushed open the gate and wandered further inside. Something told her that finally, after all her searching, maybe she had found a place where she could feel just a little bit better. And so it was that our young lady first kneeled, then laid down entirely in a little sea of plain puppies. They climbed up and over her. They licked her face and smiled at her, and their little paws and tiny barks did make the young lady feel better. Pretty soon, as puppies often do, they all fell fast asleep, and so did our young lady. When she awoke, the young lady looked from side to side. Had she been dreaming? No, she hadn't. All the little tummies on all the sleeping puppies went up and down, up and down. But one little puppy was awake. It was staring right at her with its sleepy eyes. This little puppy was called Coral, like the colorful reefs in the sea. She was very small with a kind little face. 
They stared at each other for a long time, and then Coral rested her chin on the young lady's arm. Are you here to help me feel a little better? The young lady asked. Coral looked at her, as if to say, I can't make it all better, but I can go with you, and we can travel together. That way you won't be alone. The young lady decided to stay where the puppies were for a while. She helped take care of all the puppies, but the one puppy who always stayed the closest was Coral. She was never far away, and she always looked back from wherever she was to make sure the young lady was okay. She never wandered too far off, and she always came back. The day came when it was time for the young lady to go back to her life in the world. She couldn't stay in puppy land forever, but she made a bold decision. I'd like to take you home, she said to Coral, but home is far away. Will you come with me? And Coral looked at her as if to say, Wherever you're going, I'm going to. Let's make the journey together. And so they did. They walked, then they rode in a bus, then they went on a big airplane. When Coral was afraid, the young lady held her tight. And when the young lady was feeling sad, Coral crawled up into her lap and snuggled. There were more planes and more buses and more walks. And then finally, after a very long voyage, the young lady and the puppy were home. This is where I come from, said the young lady. Will you stay here with me? And Coral looked at the young lady as if to say, I will stay wherever you stay. I don't want to be anywhere else. And so the thing that had been lost felt a little less difficult and the road felt a little less tiring and the world felt much less lonely. Not just for the young lady, but for Coral too. They went on many adventures together and where they lived changed many times, but one thing remained the same. They were together and for Coral and the young lady, that always felt like home. Sometimes we lose things along the way. Some of these things are small and some of them are big. Some are so big the world doesn't seem like it could keep turning when they're gone. But the world does keep turning and sometimes it brings two beautiful creatures of the world together. After that, the feelings change. How could the world have been turning before we met each other? We will go the rest of the way together, and away they go. The story train is rolling on, past the place where the puppies live, and all around the big world. It's back to Pflugerville for us, but if you want to hear more stories, just search for Go Kid Go, and you'll find all sorts of things to explore. Come back again. The story train is always on its way to somewhere far, far away. Tom. 
tacos for Maria. All aboard the story train. Find a seat that's just right for you. We're about to leave this station, and you know what that means. We are going someplace new. I'm Birdie, the keeper of the story train, and I'll make sure we get to where we're going. <coughs> Two whistles. We're headed for the rainbow tunnel that will take us far, far away. I wonder where the story train will lead us this time. Here comes the end of the tunnel. Oh, we've arrived somewhere that's warm and full of sounds. It's Austin, Texas. And we've pulled up right next to a place where there are many hungry people standing around. And they've come to the right place. Because here, there are food trucks aplenty. There are trucks that sell donuts, pizza, sandwiches, salads, all sorts of things. Let's visit one of them now, Maria's Tacos, and see what kind of story is taking place today. Maria's Taco Truck is named after Maria, who is 10 years old. Maria's mother actually runs the food truck, but on Saturdays, Maria gets to help make all the food. It's Maria's job to do many things. First, Maria grates cheese. With so many hungry customers, Saturdays means grating a lot of cheese. As Maria grates the cheese, soft music rolls through the truck and lots of smells make her hungry. Can I eat some of the food, Mama? asks Maria. When we're done serving all the people, then we can eat some food, her mother says. This was what Maria's mother always said, so Maria went back to grating cheese. She wants to take a big handful of the cheese and eat it, but she obeys her mother and keeps on grating. Finally, after a long time, the cheese is all grated. It's a mountain of cheese! Now you must make the tortillas, Maria's mother says. Maria likes this part of her job. She likes to take the balls of dough out of the cooler and work them in her hands. But what she really likes is smashing the dough in the tortilla maker. I like to smash the dough, says Maria. I know, that's why I let you do it, says her mother. Maria makes many tortillas, but her mother keeps taking them away and filling them with the cheese and other things like beans and rice and lettuce. Maria can hardly keep up. No matter how fast she makes tortillas, her mother always needs more. Maria keeps making tortillas, and Maria's mother keeps filling them and selling them. We're all out of tortillas! says Maria. But Maria knows this isn't true. The cooler is empty, but her mother always seems to magically find more. You'll have to open the second cooler, Maria's mother says. You'll find more dough in there. It always amazes Maria how prepared her mother is, and 
all the Saturdays she's helped at the taco truck, Maria's mother has never run out of food. There are always more ripe tomatoes, more heads of lettuce, more beans and rice, and definitely more tortillas. Finally, after a long time, all the people are fed. It grows quiet around the taco truck because everyone goes back to work at their own jobs. I'm glad we get to feed everyone, says Maria. Now they can go back and do their own work on a full stomach. It is good work we do, says Maria's mother, but now it's our time to eat. Maria and her mother stand side by side in the taco truck. Maria smashes the tortillas until they're round and flat. Her mother puts them on the grill with fresh vegetables and cheese. Then she puts rice and beans inside and rolls the tortillas up and puts them on two plates. Maria takes a big bite of her burrito. Mmm, lunch on Saturday always tastes the best, Maria says. That's because you worked hard, said Maria's mother, and then you made the food yourself. Maria thinks about this. It does make her enjoy the food more knowing that she had worked hard. And it always tastes better when she helps make the food she eats. When they're all finished eating, Maria is tired. She likes this part of Saturday the very best. Maria goes outside and lets the warm sunshine on her face. She walks behind the taco truck as the soft music plays. There, behind the truck, are two trees, and between the trees is strung a hammock. Maria loves the hammock, and she climbs inside. She rocks back and forth, back and forth, and soon she falls fast asleep. Well, I don't know about you, but our story train trip to Austin, Texas has made me hungry and sleepy. Let's roll back on home to Pflugerville in our comfy train chairs. The sound of the train rolling down the tracks might make you sleepy. Maria likes the soft music and the hammock for a nap, but I like the sound of the train in my comfy chair when I'm tired and ready to sleep. The story train is rolling past the food trucks and into the rainbow tunnel. We're leaving Maria's taco truck for now. It's back to Pflugerville for us. But if you want to hear more stories, just search for Go Kid Go, and you'll find all sorts of things to explore. Come back again. The story train is always on its way to somewhere far, far away. Giraffe and Zebra enter the world. All aboard the story train! Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. If you've never ridden on the story train before, here are a few important things to remember as we roll on down the tracks. 
I'm Birdie, the keeper of the story train. I wear a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. I'll blow the train whistle twice right before we leave. Make sure you're in your seat. The story train is a magical train and when we leave, we'll go through the rainbow tunnel. The rainbow tunnel can take us anywhere in the world. We won't know where we're going until we get there. It's a surprise. Here we go. Where will the story train lead us this time? We could find ourselves in the mountains of Canada or all the way over in Russia or even on an island in the Pacific Ocean. We're entering the rainbow tunnel. Hold on everyone, it's off to far, far away. The rainbow tunnel isn't very long and on the other side lies our destination. Here comes the end of the tunnel. Well, story travelers, this is very interesting. It's warm where we've arrived. There's tall golden grass and lots of trees with big flat tops. We're in Kenya. And Kenya is a very good place to tell the story of two amazing animals that were born on the same day. This story is called Giraffe and Zebra Enter the World. We've arrived on a very special day, a day when the new animals are coming into the world. Two of these animals are only a few hours old. One is a giraffe and one is a zebra. Zebra is getting used to her legs as she tries to walk through the tall golden grass. And giraffe is getting used to his long neck as it dips towards the ground and sniffs at the dirt. These two are about to meet for the first time. Let's see what happens. Giraffe was busy sniffing and sniffing the ground at his feet. He sniffed, then he walked forward a few steps, then he sniffed again. He liked to sniff the ground. Giraffe was so busy sniffing, he didn't see the other new animal standing right in front of him. That's a very long neck you've got there, said Zebra. Do I have a long neck too? Giraffe finally looked up and saw the baby zebra. Nope, he said, but you do have stripes. Do I have stripes? Zebra laughed. No, you don't have stripes. You have spots. Your stripes are black, said the giraffe. Are my spots black? Thank you for telling me I have stripes and that my stripes are black, said Zebra. Your spots are brown. Thank you for telling me I have spots that are brown, said Giraffe. Let's see if there's anything else that's different about us. Good idea, said Zebra. I like to lift my long neck up towards the trees. When I get older, my mom says I'll be able to reach my long neck all the way up to the sky. Will you be able to do that? No, said Zebra. I'm part of the horse family. I'm very much like a horse, so I like to run and eat grass. 
The giraffe and the zebra walked down the path together toward the pond. They walked through the tall grass and past even taller trees. There are lots of things that make us different, said giraffe. I wonder if there's anything that's the same about us. Let me see, said the zebra. You have a tail. Do I have a tail? Giraffe's eyes went wide. You do have a tail. We both have tails. Giraffe took a long look at Zebra. You have four legs. Do I have four legs? Zebra counted. One, two, three, four. You do have four legs. We both do. It appears we are very much the same, but very much different, said Giraffe. I think there might be one thing that makes us the same, said Zebra. What's that? asked Giraffe. I was born today. Were you born today? asked Zebra. I was born today, said Giraffe. That makes today very special. We both have our birthday on the same day. Giraffe and Zebra smiled at one another. On their very first day in the world, they realized something very important. There were many things about them that were very different, but there were also many things that made them the same. I think we're going to be great friends, said Giraffe. I think you're right, said Zebra. Shall we get some water at the pond? Yes, let's do that, said Giraffe. And off they went side by side, different and the same at the same time. Did you ever meet someone that was different, but also the same as you? I bet you did. You probably met someone like that today. Maybe you met another person today and found you have different colored skin, or your hair is a different color, or you are tall and they are short. But think of all the things that make you the same. You both have thoughts and feelings, dreams and hopes. You both have families. You have many things that make you the same. Isn't it nice to know that even when we're different, we are very much the same? It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. If you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen, and you'll find lots of adventures. See you next time!